Caution, the Mark Unger Show contains adult content intended for an adult audience. And, besides that, he's really weird. Welcome to the Mark Gunger Show with international marriage speaker and author of Laugh Your Way to a Better Marriage, Mark Gunger. This is your source for practical, down-to-earth marriage advice without all the over-spiritualization or romantic nonsense. And now the host of the Mark Gunger Show, Mark Gunger. crowd goes wild with delirious joy. They've joined the Mark Gunger Show, the show that deals with all things concerning... Marriage. Indeed, I am your host, the one, the only Mark Gunger. Joining me as always, the very lovely and charming Diane Briley and the amazing Philip James Gunger, wearing headphones today because he forgot his earpieces. <laughs> Makes me look like I have more hair. No, he looks like Princess Leia mm-hmm. from the first Star Wars. Mm-hmm. With the Danishes <laughs> on the side of her head. <laughs> Yeah, those two. What was that? It was like her braids that were rolled up, but they look like Danishes. Danish head. Yeah. She's a Danish head. Anyway, engineering the show is always the very talented but eerily creepy (laughs) Timothy Robert Ray, pushing buttons, twisting knobs, and trying to stay awake during the production of this incomprehensibly boring show. This is the show that handles your marital challenges, relational conundrums, and dating dilemmas that you can email to us at ask, A-S-K, at markgungor, G-U-N-G-O-R. Dot com. Here's how the show works. You can send us a question about anything and remain totally anonymous, okay? Because you are anonymous, nobody knows who you are, we take the liberty to be brutally honest. This is a show of brutal honesty, at times <laughs> almost mean, <laughs> but it's not personal. <laughs> and all you people who listen to it, sometimes you freak out that we're so harsh with people. Look, they know we're going to do this to them. We tell them, uh, we warn them when they write us. We warn them again, are you sure? This is how the show... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want, so they get it. So everyone just check your medication and relax, okay? There's a gazillion shows out there. Whenever it talks about stuff like this, they're overwhelmingly concerned about how people feel. We don't care about how people feel. This is a show where we can just talk about the truth without having to be concerned about how people feel about things. You would never be this brutal in real life. I don't think we would. <laughs> and might I add, we I talk about days. sex so much simply because those are the questions people ask. Yes. They want to know, listeners and watch, viewers, watchers, viewers, want to know, how come about sex so much, Mark? What about sex? Why is there, because this is what people ask. We don't yeah. make this stuff No, up, no, no. It's friends. not that we're perverts. I don't know. Maybe we are. <laughs> we're not perverts. This, this is what people what ask. ask. Get That's asked. But which makes sense. Marriage fundamentally is a sexual contract. And when the only thing you can talk about on Christian television or religious programming is marriage from the standpoint of being one in the spirit and meeting each other's emotional needs, you are missing the foundation. And that's why so many people write to us, because we'll talk about it. And very few will. If we like what you say, we will celebrate you. If not, we will castigate you. Three versions of castigation on the show. One will stick your head in the toilet and give you a swirly. And the water swirling around your head will hopefully wake you out of your delusions. If we think you're crazy, we'll tell you and give you the go button. And if you blather on in too long of an email, you get the chicken. You get all three, you're officially crazy.
crazy. All right, what do you got for today? Okay, this little article caught my attention because we get so many questions about the spiritual leadership and what a husband should do in a family and all of this. Okay. So let me know what you think of this list, boys. I have my own opinions, but we'll see what you think. We're men. Practical tips for husbands. We're manly men. We're not boys. To strive. We're men. You're you're boys. Manly men. Okay, men. Let me know what you think then. Practical tips for husbands to strive to lead their family well. As the leader, family leader, model humility, honesty, repentance, service, study, and worship. Your life preaches at least as loudly as your words. Uh-huh. Agree? Yes. Okay. Next one. Make sure <laughs> everyone in your family has a good age-appropriate Bible that they regularly read. Read the Bible yourself and with them so they are encouraged to read on their own. Yes. Okay. Make sure you have some basic Bible study tools available for your family in either digital or print form that everyone learns to use them. Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, okay. okay. I'm not opposed to it, but I mean, as long as I read the Bible, they don't have to. It's not a requirement to figure out what all of the Greek and Latin yeah, or yeah. Greek and Hebrew origins are. So people can't just be. See, at some point, people push so far that p- kids start to reject. Yes. Okay. And uh, if your kids pray and they actually read the Bible and you can read the Bible with them, be happy with that. Why do you got to push it? Why do you got to make them into a, you know, a theological scholar? Mm-hmm. Sheesh. Okay, let's keep so going. I go, nah. No, no, no. Next one. Buy good Christian books for everyone in your family to read. Ah. Choose good books that you and your wife can be reading together, ah. including books of the Bible. And I went, dis- ah. And discuss what you're ah. learning. I said, ah. You're not paying attention. I know. I need a button. Okay, ready? Next one. I know this is why I want. This is why. And they wonder why a lot of so-called help like this from the Christian community actually makes marriages worse. They set such a glorious standard that they otherwise go, "My husband doesn't do that, so our marriage is terrible." And they start complaining and whining and disrespecting their husbands, which is basically unbiblical, and their marriage gets worse. How is this helpful to go and insist that you and your wife read books together? I don't read books with my wife. And discuss them. Read them together and discuss them. Do you read books with your husband? I do not. Do you read books with your husband? Chris and I quiz each other every night. (laughs) (laughs) You liar. (laughs) You liar. Oh, wait. That's trivial pursuit. That's that's point number one, isn't it? Honesty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to model that, Phil. Good grief. Okay. 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 Here's a point. I was listening to a guy talking about marriage recently. Nice guy. I hope he's out. I doubt he listens to the show. I doubt it. Because <laughs> he'll well. recognize himself pretty quickly. But, you know. So, how to have a great marriage. If you're going to have a great marriage, you should get alone, you and your wife, like three or four days a year, just just to sit and look at each other and just to set the vision for the family. It's a visionary for retreat for time, a visionary though. retreat. And I'm going, okay. Number two. Mm-hmm. You should discuss face-to-face every day the details of the day for one hour. No cell phones, no computers, no Just TV, Sitting there nothing. face-to-face staring at each other for an hour. And then three. Mm-hmm. In addition to that, you should have at least ten minutes of intimate discussion. Which I still don't know what he's talking about there. It's the what, language what is, that only the two of you share. What the heck does that mean? I'm just telling you that was his explanation. I know, but I mean, if you're listening to this, you're thinking, what? Who does that? Nobody does that. This is not helpful. They do it. 
So then all the women in the world, Christian women, listening, think, oh, my husband doesn't do that. <laughs> my wife and I, I can't imagine us staring at each other for one hour every day. Just going, so what would you do? Just the details of life. I don't know what you do. Uh, I don't know what you do. <laughs> Serious? And then what is intimate conversation? I don't, hey, you got a nice butt? I mean, what, is that the kind of intimate? I don't think that's sexually what intimate? speaking of, actually. But what, what the? You've talked for an hour. What but now you, you need have to, to have an additional intimate. 10 minutes separate time of intimate. What does that mean? It, it makes me so stressed out just listening to someone <laughs> explain that. It stresses me out to hear you retell it. My bubble head's going crazy. He can't even stand the thought anymore. So here we come with all this stuff. Mm-hmm. They think they're helping. Yeah. How is that helping anybody? Because now everybody's depressed, including all the preachers listening to the show. thinking, oh, I don't do any don't of do that. don't do that Good heavens. So now you got to both read books together and discuss the books. Ah. Okay. The list goes on. All right. If there are Bible-based classes offered at your church, attend those with your family. I don't have a problem with that. I mean, it's it's about being involved in in the church. In addition to, I mean, that's when you start compiling this whole list. That's the problem. So you have to have your own theological studying in home. Plus, you have to Reading read books together books, and discuss that, and, and then doing Bible yes. things that are separate. Yes. Okay, from that standpoint. If you could ah. just pick one or two of these or three, okay, but I'm under the impression you're supposed to be doing all of well, these. Well, what psycho wrote this? Okay, keep going. Redeem your commute by listening to good sermons and classes, many of which you can download for free. <laughs> good Lord! So... <laughs> So you do all of this, yes. and then while you're driving, yes. you have to listen to additional yes. sermons yes. because you need to put sermons yes. in your head every second yes. of the day. No, that's just to redeem the commute. Yes. Ah. Okay. I listen to country music when I'm driving. Yeah. All right. Have going. dinner together with your family most nights. Use most that time nights. to pray together. Keep a journal log of the prayer requests for other people and read a portion of the Bible and talk about it together. Hey, I'm lucky if I can get everybody to sit down and get supper on the table. I, I wouldn't even know where the journal do was. Do you see how discouraging this It's very Who discouraging. Does? Who very. sits and keeps a journal log at dinner? Do you know who wrote this? Um, don't I, say their I name. can find it. No, no, I can find it. I just don't have Lord. it on this piece of paper. All right, paper. keep going. Um, pray for each member of your family every day and let them know you are praying for them. That's, That's pretty easy. That's good, yeah, That's yeah. Easy. All right. We've got three out of ten so far. Place a hand on the head of each of your children every day and pray over them. Then kiss them on the head and make sure they get a loving hug. I don't have a problem with that. That's pretty easy. The last one. While while either snuggling or holding hands, Uh pray with your wife and for your wife every day. And remember to include the reasons you are thankful to God for her that day. Okay. If you, I mean, if the, you the, do that, the little simple see, things, I don't have a problem. But with. see, women are going to expect all of those. But stop it! If, if you, if you do a, all eleven of these, you're a little crazy, aren't you? Crazy? Aren't these the people that turn into serial killers and stuff like I don't that? Know. Good grief! I mean, their kids They're grow up into the, serial killers because because their parents shoved the Bible so much yeah. down their throat they couldn't breathe. Yeah. I don't know. Look. Certainly, it's going to make women very unhappy with their husbands. That's all I have to say about it. I was not pleased to, to read this, to tell you the truth, but... I, I think this is, this is over the top. It's just over the top. Yeah. You're not doing it's this, like, and you don't do this, and you don't snuggle and pray with me. And well, you and then if you, listen, journal, if you add the other things that this other pastor added... <sighs> I'm going to just stay in bed see, and pull the covers over my head. If Come you're, on. If you're doing all of this and then you listen to the guy I listen to, yeah. now you need to sit and talk to each other for an hour, hour. and then a separate 10 minutes of 
intimate discussion, which I still don't know what he's talking about. I'm not going to do all that. They're crazy. We'll take a break. We'll be back with your emails right after this. Mark Gunger. Yeah, we've got an app for that. Download your free Mark Gunger app today. This podcast of The Mark Gunger Show is being brought to you by Audible.com, the leading provider of audiobooks in the known universe. Over 150,000 titles. A great opportunity to learn while you're driving or you're busy doing other things. Redeeming your commute, as some would say. Uh, it's a good way to get smarter than you are now. Because some of you are just dumb as bricks. Let's face it. Diane, are you dumb? No, I'm not. Is Philip dumb? No, he's not. I'm a little dumb. Okay, you are. <laughs> I guess I need to listen to some books. I need to go to Audible right away. Sometimes I'm dumb. Anyway, your commute, it's Mark. a way to improve your mind. Get some information into your brain. I don't have time to read. Well, you do have time to listen. So go to audiblepodcast.com slash gunger and you can get a free download. Free, people. Free. Do it right now. Audible, well, unless you're driving. <laughs> Audiblepodcast.com slash Gunger, and they'll give you a free download of all of those titles. Find something that's going to be real helpful for you. Get it into your iPod or whatever and listen to it and get some education. Educations. Get educated mm-hmm. in your brain. They'll also give you a 30-day free trial for the uh, program. So check it out. Audiblepodcast.com slash Gunger. Do it today. Hey, this is the theme from our uh, former show. Yes, Mar- love, marriage, and stinking thinking. Again, Jimmy Bratcher's groove. Check out Jimmy Bratcher. JimmyBratcher.com. Check out his music. Great music. You're listening to the Mark Gunger Show, talking about love, marriage, and relationships. Answering your emails. What you got there? I just lost my headset. Oh, so I can't hear Let anything. Let me pull one ear out. Oh, wait, because I can't can hear. Yeah. No, I lost everything in my ears. Sorry. Really? Yep, that's all right. I'll keep going. Do all we right. need to speak up? No. Can you hear me, Diane? I can Hello? hear you. Okay. I can hear you. Okay, she says, track with me Her now. Her hearing aids are out. This all is right. going to be really hard for you, so please track with oh, me. Okay, okay, okay. She says, uh-huh. my husband has been the only father that my son has known ever since he was four. Okay, husband. So for whatever reason, the bio Technically dad, stepdad yes, to the okay, child. Yes, okay, bio dad, okay. not around. Okay. Now, the son is 25 and getting married in a few months. So here's the son. He's grown yes. up. Yes, yes. And he's grown 25. up and he's getting Married. Okay, mm-hmm. he's getting married to this lovely Apparently. girl, Harry, though okay. she may be. Okay. Little, little Harry. Yes, okay. the wedding venue only seats 200 people, so limited seating, and the son and the fiancé are scaling the list down. They only want to invite people they feel close to. So this bobblehead yeah. and the fuzzy girl... Yes. Only want two hundred, a few people. Yes, a few people. The ones that they want there that they're close oh, to, okay? okay? Okay, So, two of the husband now, the dad, the stepdad or whatever, siblings are not being invited because they have to scale down the list. So, the uncles and aunts, aunts are not right. coming. And they were uncles and aunts who didn't we really don't want have the uncles much and to aunts. do we with the We don't want kids. the uncles and aunts. Right. They didn't okay. have much to do with him growing up or anything like that. Okay. She does, the mother doesn't have a problem with that. She wants Fuzzy and Bobblehead to okay. invite whoever they want to invite. Because oh, mom just wants everybody to be happy. Yes, okay. right. Okay. But the husband is upset about this. Me He's the husband. having an issue. Show me the husband. 
Oh, he's here. playing this out with his dolls, by the okay. way, for all you who are just yeah. listening. He's got the little dollies here acting it out. Okay, so, so dad, so the dad is mad. Is mad. Hi-ya, hi-ya, because his siblings is are not being invited. No, they didn't hi-ya, say that. She didn't sure, say he's not that. getting violent. I, she didn't okay. say that. So he's not okay, violent. so mom thinks that dad needs to get over it and put on his big boy pants. Where's mom? I don't have. We don't have. A we need more here. dolls on this dolls. set. Okay. All right. Okay. We'll pretend. All right. There's a mom. All here. right. Okay. So She's... mom thinks that it's good that they shouldn't have to invite anybody. Yes. They don't want. Dad says yes. You're inviting the aunties and uncles. You must invite them. You must. You must. Okay. <laughs> she, she says, "I know you will think one of us deserves a swirly." Oh yeah, I do. <laughs> but which one is it? Okay. Who deserves the swirly? Who gets the swirly? And who's actually writing? The mother is writing. The mother's writing, complaining about this because she thinks we, they shouldn't invite yes. the uncles. Yes. And, but the dad wants uncles yes. and mama is, is supporting the children who yes. don't want them. Mom, you and the kids get a swally, for heaven's sake. Stick your head in the toilet. You have to take turns because there's three of you. Oh, for heaven's sake, people fight over the stupid things on earth. You can't invite and squeeze in one or two or three other people. Honestly, shame on you. Stop it. First of all, if the uncles and aunts have never met the kids, they're probably not going to come to the stupid wedding anyway. Probably not. Probably not. I and guess even only if they did, of- you can't squeeze in six other people. Seriously. I guess only one of them lives in the distance that would even come anyway. So you just invite them. So, so what? So they've got to make a deal and get Pops all mad. So he's going, oh, it's like a friend, it's like a-, because it's his family. He wants them there, or at least to get well, the show, invitation. How about show a little respect to Dad? Yeah. Okay? A little respect, Dad. Yeah, Dad, let's invite. You can't... <laughs> He's throwing dolls. Hey, you Crazy threw my lady. clay. You should have thrown that bottle That wasn't instead. clay. That was the Dad. I was throwing it at the mom in the camera. Around. Good thing it's soft, because the camera costs a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, good grief. You can't you just, just be nice. Just People can't just them. be nice. Where's my book? I don't have my book. What, your green book? My new book. Oh, your new book. Oh. Hey, where is it? I don't know. You don't have it down here. What happened? <laughs> Sold out. Sold out yeah. already. Hallelujah. First chapter in my new book. Be nice. Just be nice. People want to know, how can I have a good marriage? Two words. Be nice. What's the nice thing to do, Mom? Invite them. Mm-hmm. That's all. But no, you guys can't be nice. You got to sit there and fight and fuss and create a problem that you got to write me about? Stop it. <laughs> More dolls flying. All right. We're taking a break. We'll be back with more right after this. Have a marriage dilemma? Email your questions to ask at markgunger.com, and Mark can answer them during one of our shows. From the start, she's always held it on. Rock and roll will always be her home. She's a 57, a 57. Never was as good as a 57. A 57, a 57. Never be as good as a 57. The music of Jimmy Bratcher. Check out his music, jimmybratcher.com. You're listening to The Mark Gunger Show, talking about love, marriage, and relationships. I see Phil got his uh, yes. earbuds in now. He doesn't look like Princess Leia uh, with the donuts on his head anymore. Which I was kind of digging that, you know? Those, you know, puffy side things. Because, mm-hmm. you know, every time we cut to Phil, we could have hit, you know, this. 
There we go. There! It's Princess Leia! <laughs> That's it. He's got it. <laughs> See, but now I can't do that anymore. She needs a little he... harem girl outfit like she wears in Return of the Jedi. A hairy... Harem. Oh. That little harem, you know, outfit that harem? she... Harem? Harem. She's like the I Dream of Jeannie. She's got the... Brass the... bra. Yeah. I don't oh, that. forget it. If it takes that much explanation, it's not it. even funny Harum. anymore. All right. Forget it. All right, you got there. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, there are three questions that all have similar theme, so I'm just going to roll them all together okay. for these three women. Three women. The general gist is they are no longer sexually attracted to their husbands mm-hmm. for a variety of reasons. Let's Can hear some of the reasons. addresses on those real quick? <laughs> just making sure. Yeah, just just making sure. Any of the women named Gunger? <laughs> well... <laughs> Gersty Kunger. Gersty su- Kunger. They're supposed to Debbie remain Gunger. anonymous, aren't they? Oh, yeah, friends? that's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Okay. Okay, this one says that she's not attracted to her husband anymore. She wonders if it can be fixed. He's trying to make an effort in the relationship, but it just doesn't change the way that she feels about him. What? what uh, why doesn't she feel attracted to that She one? just says that she doesn't get excited about sex. She okay. doesn't really enjoy kissing him, and she uh-huh. thinks that it would be better if she felt more sexually attracted to him. And okay, but that doesn't say why. Just, she's just not, just she's she's just just not feeling she's it. She's just not. She's not feeling the it. The feeling's gone, baby. She's All just right. not feeling it. This one is a little bit different of a situation because they were actually married. They got divorced. Mm-hmm. They've reconciled, but they have not remarried. So they're together with their kids, but she refuses to, she's not doing this again and marrying him. So that's a whole other issue. Mm-hmm. But her problem that she wrote in about was that she too is not feeling it with him. She's okay. just not. But why? She doesn't say either? Mm-mm, I don't think so. Oh, so that's two. They're just whining. Just like, yeah. There's no reason. Yeah, they're right. just—they're just not feeling attracted. They don't feel like you know the right. attraction is there and anymore. And number three, and number three, this one—he's um, kind of tired. He's unemployed right now, and he stays at home and that kind of a thing. But just not really in the mood. He's not in the mood. Or she's not in the mood. She- um, well, she thinks that it's because they had sex ahead of time. She says, I call it the forbidden fruit syndrome, that she was all about him before they got married. Now they're married. It's like, eh, she's not all that interested in him. And she's tired because she's working all the time and all of that. So, huh. All right. I don't have this problem. Because when I walk in the house... Uh-huh. <laughs> Just right, my wife just goes right into a conga dance yeah. right there just because of... Actually, this last girl, there's a little bit of strangeness to hers because she did say she <laughs> thinks that she was not treated well by her father or there's an absent father thing, and she just wonders if she views her husband now more as a father. Here's, their, uh, here's all three of their problems. They think too much. Just quit thinking so hard. Who cares what you feel like? There's the cause. i got to feel everything. How about you just be a wife and you love each other and you're committed to each other? Who cares what you feel like? You think couples always feel crazy about each other? I mean, it's absurd. You know? You have sex because you should have sex. That's all. They all, right? all want to know how they get that feeling of attraction. Stop trying to have the feeling. Stop. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? They about feeling because they're crazy. These are the people who wind up in divorce. They run out and screw some other guy or something else. Because you feel it for him. Because they feel it for somebody else. Stop living by your feelings. How about you just do the right thing? Look, sometimes you feel great, sometimes you do. Don't. Sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. Who cares? What is everybody in their stupid feelings? It is the poison. It's the poison mentality that is destroying people's marriages. This whole chasing of feelings. How about you respect each other? 
You know, look, a lot of women don't feel like having sex until they're having sex. Mm -hmm. Lots of women. I mean, that's almost normal. Mm -hmm. They don't feel like doing it until they're doing it. So in the words of Nike, just do it. Quit worrying about how you feel ahead of time and stuff. Just do the right thing. Don't think you have to have feelings to make you do the right thing. You're supposed to do the right thing just because it's the right thing to do. Caution. The Mark Hunger Show contains adult content intended for an adult audience. Beautiful you. Fortune in me. You're so captivating. Head down to your feet. The music of Michael O'Brien. Check out his music at michaelo.org. You're listening to and are watching The Mark Gunger Show, talking about love, marriage, and relationship, answering your emails. Do you have anything else to say about this attraction business uh, and look, feelings look, of everything attraction? changes over time. I just think people are too obsessed by their feelings. See, people have been convinced that one of two things must exist before sex. Either a great physical attraction <laughs> or great emotional connection. <laughs> That's what they, these are these yes. goofy women who and think that's like what this. they're looking for, and that's, that's what, what they for. want to know how to get that. Back. And I'm telling you, most of the time, I don't think that's there. No, I, don't I think really so don't. Either. They watch too many movies and they read too many books. They're, that's what I'm saying. Thinking too hard, trying to overanalyze, and maybe it's because my daddy didn't seriously. Maybe it's because they didn't strategically plan. Because <laughs> they didn't have an annual. Yeah. Strategically planning meeting vision casting and talk for, for an hour every day, and then an additional yeah. ten minutes of intimate conversation. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're just thinking to it. Here, this lady, she is describing what I would argue most women feel. Mm -hmm. Not an, oh, I don't think my wife looks at me and goes, <laughs> God, have me some of that. I should ask her. When we're done with the show, I think I should ask yeah, her. Yeah, go ahead and Do y'all ever feel these great, uh, desirous feelings of attraction? Maybe you should ask your mom, Phil. Maybe oh, yeah, that, yeah, that was something Phil you want to always ask, ask your mom. Ask her. <laughs> well, honestly. Die. I'm just saying, I, I'm pretty positive the answer would be no. I, I just don't think that, you know, and then because she's normal, she doesn't know she's normal, <clears throat> so she's saying, well, maybe it's because, you know, we had sex before we were married, or maybe it's because my daddy, you know, is this, or maybe because we lived, you know, too close to neighbors that were too close to someone else's property line, and there were birds that pooped on our car or something, you know. I mean, who knows? People are trying to connect dots that don't even exist. Although the dots that do <laughs> exists that are connected is if you have this premarital sex and it's in that context then sometimes it can because well, that gets really really see, hot yes. and because it's all about lust and i get that yes. but she, she's just talking about she's not feeling this ah, you know anymore and you're pretty see, here's the thing you need to mature in your relationship there's phases of marriage there's phases of relationship the beginning phase is just <laughs> it's always that you know mickey foo here our cameraman <laughs> Young guy, when he goes to date, the first thing he you know, just you know, if you just so much as touch a girl's hand, it's, <laughs> it's the thrill. It's You're over the moon. He's not actually making those noises. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that would creep. Might run that away. would creep the girl out. Yeah, because if you're on a date and you're going. <laughs> You know, she might get a little little creepy I think by that. There's guys who actually do that, though. <laughs> I think I've known one or two. <laughs> so anyway, uh, that's what you're feeling on the inside, right. and if and people literally think. I need to feel like that all the time. All the time. Now, if you think you need to feel like that all the time, you're going to be sorely disappointed. At some point, you get past the, okay? And then you get that hot, passionate, you know, physical thing, especially, you know, if you do it right as a Christian, mm -hmm. uh, or if you do it wrong before, either way, you know, yeah. you, there's that initial early sex thing. Like, wow! It's the but even that changes. Mm -hmm. And you go on, you mature, you should be growing into different phases of life. Now, a lot of y'all just immature. You want to still be a teenager. Mm -hmm. 
because I'm not feeling this. <laughs> and what's sad is they'll feel like that if they connect with someone inappropriately. Well, and then they think that that's what's missing from my marriage. And then they'll See, think they're in love with, with someone else. the other person, then And then they wind up committing adultery, exactly. and it destroys their marriage. Stop. And if you went off and married that person, guess what? That's eventually going to fade away, too. It doesn't stay that way ever. And here's the kicker. If three women in one show wrote us about that, you know there's hundreds of thousands yeah. of them who think just like that. Yeah. You all need one gigantic swirly. We need the world's largest toilet. Stick all our heads in it and flush. It. Grow up, you girls. Good grief. Who cares if you're not feeling? <laughs> and sometimes it's men. I mean, we get the emails I from know, men, too. I know, it's the same thing. My wife's gained too much weight. She's not who she used to be. Blah, her boobs blah, blah. are, you know, down by her ankles now because <laughs> gravity kicked in. You know what I mean? Seriously, guys, here's the problem. You guys all want to lock into this magic time in the beginning. And guys who can't grow out of it, these are the people who have affairs. I'm telling you. These women are class. Yes. I, I bet you these are three really great women. But you put them in the right circumstance, I guarantee you they will have a, yep. a sexual affair. Yep. They will destroy yep. their marriage. They'll humiliate their children. They'll destroy their lives all for nothing because they can't grow up and get out of the next stage and move on in their heads. And these are the guys who marry, get married, and then when they hit 30 or 40, they dump their wife and go back in and get another 20-year-old. Mm-hmm. And then when they turn 50, they jump them, go back and get another 50, 20-year-old. And then when they turn 78, they turn around and marry another 20-year-old. And what's amazing, there's a lot of 20 years will keep marrying these idiots. Because they're constantly trying to live in that phase. You can't possibly succeed in marriage if you don't grow up and move on. Goodness, great. And then our stupid culture, secular culture, you know, is feeding that early phase. You know, how to get more. And you're like, so that's why they encourage guys to look at porn and couples to fantasize, you know, role play, pretend that you're the cheerleader and I'm the captain of the football team, which is really weird when it's the woman being the captain of the football <laughs> team and the guys being the cheerleader. These role-playing are very odd. So, you know, so they're constantly living in this stupid yep. realm because they can't grow up. They can't move on into what really becomes a truly, deeply connected relationship that'll last you for a lifetime. You guys never get there because you can't grow up. Stop it. All right, enough yelling at these people. Move on. Let's yell at somebody else. Find somebody else to yell at. I know, there's got to be someone else. (laughs) This is a guy writing. They've been married for two years. They're both Christians. Uh, They dated five years before they got married. There's two guys that are writing? No, it's a guy writing. Oh. They've been married for two oh, years. Okay. Not two guys who've been writing. It's some guys writing. Some guys writing who've been married for two years. Did you miss here or did I misspeak? I don't know. I, I'm, chances are, chances are it would have been me mishearing. <laughs> yeah, married for two years. Can't imagine that. They're both Christians. They dated for five years before they got married. His question is, is it okay to play violent video games? He says, I don't play like eight hours a day or anything like that. Uh-huh. I only play it with my friends and for pleasure and kind of stress release kind of a thing. Uh-huh. Uh, he says, even when they were dating, his wife, I think, did play with him sometimes. But now uh-huh. she wants me to not play anymore ever because of the religious conviction that it's wrong. Her religious conviction that it's wrong. She says it's okay to play regular video games but not the games he likes which are violent because she says that it's wrong to kill monsters and demons because that makes it a demonic game. Who says it's wrong? If you got a demon, you ought to kill it. That's right. I, I agree. <laughs> I, would, I would kill the demon. Mm-hmm. That's right. Especially zombies. You should kill demons. And if he sends it me his gamer tag, I'll totally play with him <laughs> and, and help him save the world from zombies, zombies and, and demons. other demons. Because if you don't kill the zombie, they eat your brains. Yeah. I hate and that. what are you going to do? There's a gnawing on your brain. You know, that's what happens when you don't kill him. That's right. So and then you, be, you grow callous to it. And you, you know, so then when you really do see a demon, are you going to attack it? Well, you don't know. 
See, then what you're you gonna do? You programmed yourself now you're, now to be demon ready, right? right? So that when you see that demon, you can kill it. You right. practiced it. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so clearly you can tell we don't have a problem with you playing the video games. But here's the thing: you got to live with this lady. At some point, you guys just have to make compromises. Yeah. If Mama ain't happy, yeah. ain't nobody happy. Now, if your wife was writing, I'd yell at her. I would. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's the people who write at me. I always yell at the people who write at me, you know. If he's the one writing, then he needs, the one, he needs to be the one who changes. That's just, I always say the person who's the most upset is the one who needs to change. And if he's all upset because his wife, it just, you need to change. Grow yeah. up, you know. She doesn't want you playing, right, right, do something else. Get another hobby. You know, go hunting and really kill things. <laughs> oh, I'm sure she'd like that a lot better. Oh, <laughs> well, maybe she would. I don't if know. She like if she goes hunting and kills squirrels and goats and chickens and frogs I and lizards. Know. and could be zombies. It could be. I'll tell you what. If she's ever attacked by a zombie. She's going to be the one to she, kill it. She'll, she'll be gonna, thankful she'll then. She'll be thankful she then. She will. Some zombie's chewing her brain. So, so anyway, she's got to live with the lady. Look, we all have things that we like to do that our spouse doesn't like us doing. At some point. This is where, again, this is what people that don't want to grow up. At some point, you need to come. This is marriage. This is it. You want to be happy? You want to be miserable? If my wife was constantly getting on me for A... Either, you know... Making your model airplanes. Yeah, okay. Making model airplanes is demonic, Mark. (laughs) It may be, in my case, because I'm a little obsessed with it. That's my hobby. My favorite hobby in the world is flying model airplanes. And I get a little out of control with it. A little. But she's sweet about it. But if she was constantly on me, and at some point, you know, we have a come to Jesus meeting, I would try to prevail, but at some point, you know, it's just like, is this worth it? So to the guy, I'd say, you know, is this worth it? You know, play a different game or do something else. I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but she doesn't care what I think. Yeah. I'm sure she doesn't care. If she cares what I think, tell her I think it's fine for you to play the game. But that, that's irrelevant. Well, and you say that, that it's like it doesn't matter if the whole rest of the world says that it's fine and okay. If the wife says it's not, like you say, you have to live with her. This is between the two of you. That's my point. I was reiterating From a point. biblical point, how's it, the, how's it? The Bible's full of people killing people. Mm-hmm. Man, the Old Testament? Holy moly. I'm sure these are the same religious convictions that if you read Harry Potter, that you're going to become a witch. And, you know, they just get so freaked out by that stuff. They want you to stay so far away from it. Maybe they should make biblical video games. Just redo the Old Testament on the screen because then people wouldn't complain. Well, let's say say he does really enjoy gaming, which he does. Mm -hmm. Okay. And her problem is demons and monsters. Yeah. It's the violent content. Oh, no, no, no. Demons and monsters. Then play... Play one where you're killing... Uh, Other people. <laughs> the Russians. The Russians are attacking, yeah. or, you know, you're, you're trying to free a terrorist. I mean, there's all kinds of cool yeah. games and stuff like that. Now, she's just against all violence in any way, shape, or form. That's not right, because the Bible talks about using the sword to quell violence. It does. You know, that's why God has raised up governments so and armies and stuff like that. when you play those games. I mean, so, if it's the problem is literally she's stumbling because she's seen demons and stuff on the screen and monsters and stuff, which obviously don't really exist. For anyone who really thinks we believe in zombies. <laughs> please don't, we don't. Please don't write us. <laughs> people are crazy. Fast Mark believes in zombies eating people's brains. We need to write him. Don't write me. We're just kidding. Okay, but if that's really the problem, get a different game. You can still shoot things. You know, so... I think he needs to bend a little bit. Why, you know, why, why make her mad? At some point, she's just not worth it. All right, take a break. We'll be back with more right after this. 
Attend Mark's Laugh Your Way to a Better Marriage event. Visit LaughYourWay.com for upcoming dates and locations. Show talking about love, marriage, and relationships. Answering your questions, your emails. I got my artillery out now because we're talking about violence. So go ahead. Okay, next email. She's writing from Germany. She says she absolutely loves your show. Yes. Okay. Here is her situation. She says, I was born with a syndrome, and due to the syndrome, I cannot have children. I'm infertile, and she's single. She's 26 years old, never been in a relationship before. She says, I'm very frightened when it comes to men. I fear the reaction to my disease. How on earth will I ever be able to look a man in the eyes and tell him that I am infertile? I dread this moment. I will need to get a man, uh, let a man know very early on in the relationship that I'm infertile because it's a thing that you can just not conceal or withhold from him. I cannot wait for a relationship to progress for months and then drop the bombshell by telling him. So how does she go about dealing with getting into a relationship and letting a guy know that she cannot have children? Well, first of all, I just go on a date with the guy and see if you like him first. Okay? And if you've gone a couple of dates and you think this might go somewhere, then you have to talk with him. Says, you know, it's only fair mm-hmm. that you know that I can't have children. And uh, it's really not that big a deal. There's a lot of guys who don't want any children. This is true. So... I think you're you're afraid of something that's not there, you know. So, I wouldn't stress terribly about. It. And there's all kinds of there's adoption. There's all kinds mm-hmm. of ways to have children. Mm-hmm. So you're stressing about something that you don't really need to be stressing out about at all. You can't have children. It's not a f- fault of your own. You be a wonderful, attractive, glorious woman, and I promise you, a man will want you as a wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether you can have children to a lot of guys is not going to be a major factor, yeah. quite frankly. So uh, she's just stressing about something that she, does, she doesn't need to stress about, I don't think. I mean, there's guys who oh, definitely in all fairness, want... If a, if a guy says, no, I really want to have biological children, then, yeah. okay, move that's on. the end of it. Move on. Date somebody else. Yeah. You know? That's not so. rejection, necessarily. No, no, not at all. Just move on. There's guys that maybe don't even care about, like you said, having kids, so yeah. you find one. And again, you, you can still one. adopt. Yeah. This is true. You know, Phil was adopted. <laughs> but then they brought him back. <laughs> <laughs> Been hearing that since I was like five. <laughs> Tried to get rid of you, huh? <laughs> Didn't work out. We, we kept adopting them children. Everybody kept bringing them back. <laughs> Dang it. That's so funny. Okay, right. are you ready? Next I'm one ready. says, first of all, I just want to thank you so very much. Thanks to the power of God and your show, I am no longer an MMOG. An MMOG. You know what that is, people? That's uh, someone wrote to us once and said there she was dating a, a boy who was an MOG. I said, what's an MOG? He said, well, that's a man of God. And then she descri- went on to describe how he was involved in pornography and self-gratification. And said, That's not an MOG. That's an MMOG, a masturbating man of God, which makes him not a man of God in the first place. Okay. So, an MMOG is an oxymoron. Yeah. But he admits that he was an MMOG. He was. Well, he's, he's he getting MM rid anyway. of it. He's been a couple of months now free with just a couple of relapses. So, he's not totally an MM or a free from the MMOG. He's technically still trying okay. to all get right, rid of it. Right. Okay, he's 20 years old. 
Um, his question is, should I get married just for sexual release? I know you often say that marriage is primarily a sexual contract, but I have basically no interest in a relationship outside of my sexual desire. I've had one serious relationship but broke that off. Since then, I have had no desire to date another girl. Not entirely sure why, but the thought of dating a girl actually makes me feel scared and physically queasy. Because guys who masturbate, that's what happens to them. This has been, this has been proven by psychologists. And guys who are into porn and masturbate, they actually lose their confidence. Their testosterone levels drop. Yes. They become very insecure. You are poisoning your own soul. Stop it. If you will stop that foolish, stupid, ignorant, and destructive behavior, you will start to heal and become a healthy man again. And then you will naturally desire a woman. Should you get married just for sex and no other reason? Of course not. It's an absurd absurd. A concept. Your problem is that you're just not a healthy guy at this point. Now, is sex the fundamental driving factor? It is. You know, if it weren't for sex, why would we live with women? Good Lord. Hey! <laughs> no, I'm serious. Why would we put up with it? You know, it's not easy. It'd be better to hang with a bunch of guys. But you guys, we could sit up and kill zombies all night long. And we wouldn't hear anybody going, you shouldn't be killing zombies! What's the matter with you, bunch of zombie killers? We wouldn't be hearing any of that, okay? We were just, and then, you know, we clean the house, you know, you know, three, four times a year, whether it needs it or not, and we'd just be happy. Okay, so then, on the other side of it, what's our thing? If it wasn't for, I don't know, we wouldn't bother with all of it. Look at us. You're, you guys are part of the curse. <laughs> <laughs> no, stop and think about it. It's true. God cursed man said, because of your sin, you will work by the sweat of your brow. He cursed women with two curses. We don't talk about the second curse. We don't talk about the first curse. The first curse is that you'll have pain in childbirth. Mm -hmm. But the other curse is you're going to desire him. <laughs> well, and isn't it good for all of you that we do? Because you and all of your sex drives, who'd you be having sex with? Hanging out with guys and each other? For heaven's sakes. Hey. You have to have us. You have to have us, women. Uh, we women. That's what I said. You said, what would yes. we do if we didn't have it? One for the women. I don't think we'd bother. If it weren't for the sex, sex, I don't think we'd bother with y'all. That is the yes. fundamental driver that draws yes. men to women. What draws you to us? I don't know. I know women. <laughs> it's who, it's either the curse or y'all are crazy. I don't no, no. know. I, I know quite a few women who, if it wasn't for the paycheck, they wouldn't bother with y'all. Well, that could be it. A lot of women do want the uh, financial mm -hmm. security and stuff, and two are better than one. And there's all. I don't. Yes. I'm not a woman. I don't, I don't care. I'm talking about this guy. You just act like one sometimes. <laughs> I just play a woman on TV. So, so I don't know, you know. But it would be very unfair to her unless you told her straight up out front, hey, listen, the only reason I'm marrying you is for my sex drive. That would be very unfair. No, I just said you shouldn't get married right. just for sex. Right. But that sex is the fundamental driver. There's a difference. Mm -hmm. To think I should, because there's guys who have absolutely no interest in sex and want to get married. Now, that's a problem because she does still have some interest in mm -hmm. sex and now she's upset. You know, so sex is a normal part of it. The reason that you're not interested in a real woman is because you've been living with fantasy women in your head for the last half dozen years. Yeah. Stop it. Stop it and you will heal and you'll become a normal, healthy man. Sex will be the driving factor, but you'll find that it'll be more than just about the sex. And as you mature and grow, we're talking about the phases of life, yeah. at some point it becomes way more about it. In the beginning, it's primarily about yeah. it. But then it's, and if you can't make that shift, then you'll wind up divorcing at 52 and marry another 20-year-old and be a mess. So, uh, if so you're just saying grow, eventually you grow and it does not carry so much weight. That's what you're saying? Oh, absolutely. Okay. It becomes way, way more uh, about other things, other things than sex. I agree with that. Okay. But, it's, but, it, but even then, it's still it's a big still player. Part of it. It's always still a big yeah. player. But you start getting really older. It's, man, it's, sex becomes way more of a... 
something you see in the rearview mirror. <laughs> and if you're growing, that's okay. Yeah, okay. It, it becomes way different. Okay. So, anyway. There you are. There you have that. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back with more right after this. Want more of Mark? Visit markgunger.com. There you will find everything that Mark has to offer. We learned a long time ago how to get it right. Hugs and kisses, sweet perfume. My baby loves me, so I sing this tune. I love my baby. I love my baby. Yeah, I love my baby. Yeah, I love my baby. And my baby loves me. All right. You listen to the Mark Gunger Show talking about love, marriage, and relationship. I finally got my, uh, my uh, anti aircraft. Battery working here. Oh no, it's not turning left and right. Just up. What's the deal here? See if I can fire. Fire at the camera. Whoa! Wow! Awesome! Good sound effect. Cool, but it didn't work. But your missile didn't work. We'll fix it in post. I hate that. Just pretend like it did work. Like they do the basketball shots, I think, you know? That's the deal. You try to be violent on this show and then nothing works. <laughs> Direct hit! Success! You're right in the middle of the lens! Yes! We kill a zombie! Oh my goodness. Another zombie! Coming in! Fire! That one didn't go. Didn't go. Come on, that try this one. Oh. There, there we go! I got two zombies! Final zombie! Uh, uh, two dots. Alright, alright. That's okay. all. You hey, the, you got the Scud missile version, huh? <laughs> I got the old Soviet Union version of 50% is pretty good. That's pretty good, though, man. That's cool. Great. All right. Now I got a weapon here. I can aim this at Diane and shoot it during the show. Because All right. What do you got? Okay. Writing from Brazil, I guess. Brazil! A guy writing. He says, I'd like to ask you for your help. My girlfriend and I really want to stop having sex, but this is very tough. We have already had sexual experiences before we dated each other, and we've had a lot of sexual experiences together as well. We've dated for almost one year now. We want to be closer to God. We've tried to stop several times, but we couldn't stop doing it yet. What would you recommend for us to do? Shoot, Diane. Didn't work. I hate that. What did you just marry the girl, you dope? What's the matter with you? What's the matter with these people? Single people. There's Jesus, no reason to fornicate. Money. I yeah. asked horse them, manure, they don't her? have enough money. Yes. If you could be having sex with her now, you can marry her now. Stop it. If you're a heathen, is he a heathen or is he a Christian? Well, they say they want to be closer to God, so I'm assuming well, they're Christian. Well, stop fornicating. Just marry the girl. Shame on you for heaven's sakes. All right. See ya. <laughs> 